Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to episode 31 of Luke 21 Radio. And we're going to look at the earliest New Testament teaching on the Antichrist, and that is found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. In our last episode, we surveyed the scriptural, historical, and catechetical teaching about the Antichrist, and we learned that only in the epistles of 1 John and 2 John is the Antichrist explicitly mentioned, but he is talked about and the teaching regarding him is taught in other scriptures using other terms. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we find the Antichrist is mentioned using the phrase man of lawlessness. In verse 3 of chapter 2, St. Paul says, Let no one deceive you in any way, for that day, the day of the Lord, the second coming of Christ, that day will not come unless the rebellion or the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of perdition. Now, notice it's in the same sentence that you have both the apostasy and the man of lawlessness. And the reason I'm trying to emphasize this is that we think of the apostasy as talking about those guys, whoever that is, somebody far remote from us, maybe in another continent, another culture, maybe a jihadist or something like that. And I'm not saying that can't be a part of the apostasy, but essentially to fall away, which what an apostasy is, to fall away means you have to be with something first to fall away from it. And the man of lawlessness is going to be turning the law upside down, and he particularly is going to want to be working that in Christian circles. Do you get this? So you're going to be falling away, a Christian falling away, as well as a secular one. In fact, Christians become secular. I want to talk about a couple of ways this falling away takes place, because the man of sin, the man of lawlessness, four times for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. And then the lawless one will be revealed. And then the coming of the lawless one will be by the activity of Satan. This word lawless in Greek, and I'm just going to give you a little Greek lesson here because I think you're going to find it pretty powerful, is anomias. Nomos in Greek is the word for law, and you just put the alpha in front of it, anomos, it just is without law or lawlessness. And there is a rampant lawlessness in Christian circles amongst those good folks who have been hoodwinked by the rapture at any moment teaching. You see, the rapture at any moment teaching is part of a school of theology called dispensationalism. Every Bible interpreter believes in dispensations. Those are biblical time periods. But dispensationalism makes an ism out of those biblical time periods, and it's an excessive teaching that makes a fundamental error, and it's this. In 
dispensationalism, they separate the church age from the kingdom age. You see, they think the kingdom age is something future, when in fact it began with the first coming of Christ, and they think the church age is the present age, and they distinguish these. One of the things that helped promote dispensationalism in the United States and Great Britain to an extraordinary degree was the Schofield Reference Bible. I used to use this Bible myself. It was my primary Bible when I was into the rapture type stuff. And in the Schofield Reference Bible on chapter 5, in the footnotes, it says this. Now, Catholics, are you going to fall over when you hear this. Quote, The Sermon on the Mount gives the divine constitution for the righteous government of the earth. Whenever the kingdom of heaven is established on earth, whenever, it will be according to that constitution. For these reasons, the Sermon on the Mount, in its primary application, gives neither the privilege nor the duty of the church. These are found in the epistles. See, the Pauline epistles are for the church age, and the kingdom of God, regarding the teaching on the Sermon on the Mount, is for some future age. And so Schofield blows off the teaching on the Sermon on the Mount. Now, Catholics regard this as the pinnacle of moral teaching of Jesus. And you see, there is an error. The error is called antinomianism. Antinomianism is anti-nomos, anti-law. The Antichrist is the anomious, the man of lawlessness. And whenever you have someone blowing off the Sermon on the Mount, and may I uh, mention to you that Jesus, on this same page's footnote is found that blows off the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus warns against blowing off the Sermon on the Mount, and yet that's exactly what has pervaded huge sectors of American evangelical Christianity that has bought into the rapture stuff. Now, I'm not saying that all Protestant evangelicals have bought into this, but this is a huge reason why we have a highly religious, a highly Christian culture um, that is highly immoral. Because if you don't have Jesus's moral teaching, well, then anything goes. So that's what the Protestants are doing. Some sectors that have fallen to the spirit of the man of lawlessness. That's the spirit of the Antichrist. Sorry to be so direct, but that's it. Now, do Catholics get off? No. Catholics have a highly deficient spiritual formation for the majority of Catholic youth. Probably the most uh, valuable millennial young adult Catholic survey was done by the Knights of Columbus in 2008 to 2009 and then released in 2010. And in there, there's some shocking things. It found that like 63% of Catholic young adults said same-sex marriage was moral. Well, <laughs> uh, how can you come up with that? Well, it's, here's the reason. 82% of Catholic millennials agreed with the statement, morals are relative that there is no definite right or wrong for everybody. 
folks, that's anomious. The man of sin is the man of lawlessness. The Antichrist is the man of anomious, that there's no right or wrong for everybody. That's the essence of the Antichrist message. Two-thirds of American millennials have bought into it, and yet 82% of Catholic millennials have bought into it. (laughs) How can I describe this? When I was in the Navy, uh, the sea and anchor detail, it's when you either tie up to the dock or you you go away from the dock. But when you come in, you call it you single up and you have to get the ship very firmly tied to the dock. And then once you do that, you you double up. And then that is you put two lines on to make sure that that ship is a firmly attached to the dock. All of the Christian life depends to being connected with the idea that there's an absolute morality that certain things are right for all peoples in all situations at all times. And the opposite is moral relativism, which 82% of Catholic millennials have been deceived by. So once you're going out to sea, you take it from double up, the command is single up, so you get back to one line, and then finally you cast off. Now, just to make an illustration, the Catholic millennial ship uh, cast off somewhere in the 1960s. And see, it doesn't make any difference once you have cast off moral absolutes. You have fallen into the teaching, to the deception of the Antichrist. And it makes no difference if you're 10 feet from the dock or 10 miles from the dock. Once you've lost your moral connection, you can be blown anywhere. In fact, you can be blown halfway across the ocean. And if I would uh, give a geographic description or a nautical fix, so to speak, where the ship is of Catholic millennials, I would say they're about 100 miles offshore. They can't even see the moral horizon. And you're talking about an apostasy, a falling away from the moral truth that has been here since the time of Moses and Ten Commandments and the reason he put it in stone so it wouldn't be changed. And now we find four-fifths of American Catholic millennials have already fallen for the ethical system of the Antichrist. There is no law except for the law determined by me, myself, and I. You know, this morning I was doing a little biblical research And I went to do a word study in that word anomias. That's the word used in 2 Thessalonians 2 four times. In other words, get it through your skulls. Anomias, anomias, anomias. Well, the first time anomias is used in the Greek Old Testament is Genesis 19.15. And it says, When morning dawned, when morning dawned over the city of Sodom, the angels urged Lot, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. And actually, the Greek Old Testament, the Septuagint, for that word punishment is actually anomias. This is the first time that anomias was used in the Bible that lest you be consumed 
in the lawlessness of Sodom, because Sodom is a preview of the ethical system of the Antichrist. And it begins with there's no right or wrong. And it might just be 10 feet from the dock or 100 yards from the dock. Right now, I'm saying it's about 100 miles from the dock, whereas Catholics can say, two-thirds of Catholic millennials can say, same-sex marriage is okay. That's the ethics of Sodom. That's the anomias of Sodom. And that's where God destroyed that city a few moments after Genesis 19.15 describing. But what about what the verse before? The verse before, the angels said to Lot, do you have anybody in this city? And he had sons-in-law. It sounds like they were engaged or betrothed to his daughters. They were the Sodom millennials. And so Lot went to warn them, get out of this city. And they thought he was jesting. This is you know, April Fool's, right? God wouldn't judge anybody for same-sex marriage, accepting this is the law of the land. you got to be kidding, Lot. No, he wasn't kidding. And when we read at the end times that the lawless one is going to come with the activity of Satan, and there's going to be a wicked deception for those who are to perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Therefore, God sends on them a strong delusion to make them believe what is false, so that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. History is repeating itself. God gave us a warning in the city of Sodom, the city of Anomias, and it's now invaded Catholic millennials. Parents, wake up. Absolute truth is absolutely needed. A radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.